Welcome to We Think, We Talk, sponsored by Select Care Pharmacy, a pharmacy that is non-retail but that services the smallest of group homes to the largest of skilled nursing facilities with prompt attention and care and world-class customer service. Welcome back to another episode of We Think, We Talk. This is awesome. It's 2022. We started a new year. I'm excited to start the first uh, episode of 2022 with a good friend of mine, a person I respect a great deal, and and I've wanted and thought and had discussed with a lot of people uh, that have been on this show. We've had some really interesting people on this show, uh, anybody you can all, you know, pretty much imagine um, on the show, and he's actually throwing me information right now, too. <laughs> I, I'm getting pens and cards, but it's, it's, it's a good friend of mine, John Fravel. Um, with the favor, the Fravel Group, uh, and it's real estate. Uh, that's that's what he does. That's right. And uh, interestingly, John and I have known each other. I'd say now, uh, eight and a half years or so. Yeah, I was going to say seven or eight years. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, some somewhere in there. So you know, he just as we were coming in the studio, he just happened to notice my son he hadn't <laughs> saw him in a while. I was like, oh lord. Uh, but time flies. Time flies. Yeah, they were so, much um, smaller. At this, so now you have grown men. I have grown men. <laughs> I, I have security team. Um, now you write checks for college. Yeah, you know, so yeah. that's how it works. But uh, did you have a good Christmas? I had a I had an amazing Christmas. Um, Seven year old daughter uh, adds a lot of excitement, and my parents being in town and uh, my in laws, we had a good time. Man, how about you? Uh, same. You know, it was it, it was a different Christmas for us. Um, you know, we had a death in the family, which mm. that always throws off tradition. Yeah. Uh, Lori's mom passed away, you know. Yeah. I'm uh, uh, sorry to hear that, man. But I tell you, um, <clears throat> it's amazing how somebody will step into a role without realizing they're stepping into the role of that tradition. Mm. And Lori did that without realizing she did it. And it's so everything, the dates, what we ate, when it happened, it all stayed. Wow. That's the good. Same. Wow. And so I don't think there's a better way to honor somebody mm -hmm. than we're going to do this like Nanny did it. We're going to, you know, and that's how traditions just stay. Well, that's beautiful. Um, we yeah. just did it in a different location. Yeah. We were looking at the water, uh, you know, which made it better. Made it better. <laughs> uh, good. But basically, you know, I, I, I'm glad it's 2022. Exciting things for the show. We think we talk, but the reason I wanted to have John on here, not only is he just an awesome guy, great loyal friend, um, he's a good person. He's a good person. To, I, I've not spoke to a person in the upstate. I'd say South Carolina too, because he does business all around. But uh, truthfully, everybody that runs into this fella, he's helpful to them. And it brings me to the point of our show because, you know, we think we talk is simply that. It's a platform for us to talk about things that are relevant right now of what, you know, what we're going with. And and uh, I know John hadn't always been in real estate. That's right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he he does well in real estate now with his team and his staff. And I would personally say it's just simply because – the person you are, you're, you're, you're more of a social worker. You listen. And thank you. you That's a very big compliment. Thank well, well it is, but you listen and you're a funny guy. You know, this is why we talked a little bit, uh, on the phone before the show. I really didn't give them, you know, I really didn't go into whole detail about how this was going to be, but I, 
you know, I, I know it's general audience, but me and John, we get tickled at different stuff. So <laughs> right. we have a, we have the same sense of humor, but but you know, I wouldn't go that far. No, but, I mean, I but we have a lot of fun and cut up. We have there. a lot of fun and cut up. <laughs> <laughs> He laughs at my sense of yes. humor because he realizes that I'm a little bit crazier than he is. But, but uh, we have a lot of people listening, John, and they're all from different different aspects of healthcare and in other professional fields. Mm-hmm. A lot are coming right out of college and, and nurses and doctors, and we have um, a lot of people that listen that are um, that have aging family members. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're trying to navigate this world right now. And the last two years have been different. Very, um, very. We, we have to understand that. So uh, <clears throat> I, I needed your expertise in some of these because I've, I've actually had questions posed to me. People call me mm-hmm. and say, what should I do? Well, honestly, I flip your name. Thank you. Because I don't know the business and there's certain scary things. But before we get into that, okay. Um, for those that don't know you, just tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of where you're from and, and, and what you do. And, and I'm also want to get into, um, how every year you do the veterans fishing tournament okay, because cool. that's a, that, that's a big thing. Yeah. I love that. Uh, that's a, that's a favorite time of the year for me and my family, but, uh, John Fravel, I'm, I'm actually originally from, um, Manassas, Virginia. That's about 25 miles South of, of Washington, DC. So that's where I was born and raised. I was actually born in DC in the women's hospital, but born and raised pretty much in Northern Virginia and met my lovely wife, um, and moved to South Carolina in December of, uh, 2010, uh, Tanya, uh, my wife. And now we have a a seven-year-old daughter, Anna Grace, and, um, a little, little puppy named uh, Rico. Rico. And uh, (laughs) he's awesome. He's a, he's a little 10, 10 pounder. And uh, we sort of shared uh, in the, I think we shared in the name mm-hmm. because uh, it, it's a Havanese. Havanese is a Cuban uh, breed. And uh, so we wanted to keep that that flavor. Uh, we had, uh, so Rico Suave sort of came out. I was about to say and, it. Uh, <laughs> So we, we went with that. And uh, But no, I, I've been um, very fortunate uh, to to move to the upstate of South Carolina, coming from a big city uh and, and moving here has been an eye opener to me. It's a whole different way of life. The quality of life's better. The traffic is nowhere close to what it, what it was in a big city. Um, it's getting a little busier in our area. A lot of people moving here, but it's nothing compared to an Atlanta or a DC or you know Houston or something. No, so it, no, it's not. And it it is busy though. It has grown. It's, just, it's just, growing. It's it's growing quickly. We had Brandon Couch on the show. Uh, and Brandon works for the DOT. Okay. And and they can't finish a project, and the infrastructure is already outdated. Right. Yes. I, I mean, mm. people want to come here. Absolutely. There's a big reason to come here. I mean, the taxes are lower. We have four seasons. Yeah. You can be in the mountains in 30 minutes and the beach in three hours. Oh, yeah. We have beautiful lakes. Um, Greenville, South Carolina was named the friendliest place to live in the country. Did they just interview you? No, <laughs> but I mean, you know, we, it is Greer, it, Greer, South Carolina was named the number one place to retire in the country. Why do you think that is? It must be the, the quality of life. I mean, you know, you have the financial part, you have the four seasons, you have the friendly people. There's plenty of jobs, right? Plenty. And we have. I feel like the best of both worlds, just being so close to the coast, but not too close to where, you know, if a hurricane comes through, we're not going to get beat up by a hurricane. We're not. Right. 
Well, here's the interesting question I have for you. I, I did, I, I've thought about this a lot, but I guess I've, I don't think I've ever asked you this. And we've had lunch together a lot. Yeah. This is a question, but I, before you moved here and got into real estate business, what did you do before that? Because I, the, obviously that has something to do with your customer service skills now. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I was, uh, I managed golf courses in Virginia and <laughs> I started, uh, I started at a young age. I fell in love with the game of golf at about 14 and uh, played a lifetime of golf from, from 14 to about 30. Um, managed a 27-hole course um, just south of D.C. Uh, for 10 years. Still love the game of golf. Uh, I'll play with my dad here and there if he wants to go out and play nine holes or something. But uh, I got into real estate when I moved to South Carolina. Mm -hmm. I was actually, when I lived in Virginia, I was actually managing two properties, one of my own and one for my grandmother, mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, rental properties. And I said, maybe one day I'll, I'll get into real estate. So I moved to South Carolina and married my wife. And um, at the time, it was 2010. There wasn't much golf job. There wasn't a lot of golf jobs out there. No. So um, I decided to get into real estate. And it's just been an amazing uh, blessing for me and my family. Um, it's so rewarding to uh, help people um, take that take that burden away, especially, um, we run into a lot of folks that are, that are widows Oh yeah, and a lot of people that, uh, they'll call me and say, my parents passed away. We live in Wisconsin and right. we need to sell a house in Greenville. And it's, uh, those are the most gratifying transactions that, um, that happen for me. And that's really <clears throat> opened my eyes up. We get a lot of widows and the widows are amazing too. Like where you help them, where their husband, may have taken care of the house and all the bills, and then they're stuck with this home. And they don't know what to do. And right. so you're able to walk them through the process. Those are the, a lot of people don't realize that. No. And I didn't realize that until I got into this business. And um, so. Well, and yeah, and that's a definitely what I want to talk about here, because you know, what, what does amaze me is, is your ability, because, you know, honestly, I think every customer that, that comes to you or your company, um, in their eyes, you treat them like they're the only customer. I mean, literally, you go up a hill, down a hill. I mean, you've done that for our family. Mm -hmm. You've you've done that for hundreds of people. Mm -hmm. um, Thank you. No, I mean it's it, it's awesome. And I and in that short amount of time you've been in South Carolina, well, we'll say short, but you know, two thousand ten. Literally, I was voting for best of the best for you. You had already <laughs> got it to that point. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And and that means something because there's many people that refer you and trust you and things. But what I wanted to talk about, because this is a scary <clears throat> home transaction, whether you're buying, whether you're selling, it's scary. Mm -hmm. um, and someone like me that is that is not a professional in this field and deals with the banking system every mm -hmm. day, that deals with what to look for, um, I really want to start off with just today's home buying process. Mm -hmm. We all know it's everybody talks about it all the time. It's it, housing market is booming right now, and it's not slowing down. It's 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 moving. That's right. Which you hear the words a seller's market. Yes. But at the same time, that seems to sometimes want to scare a buyer, but it really shouldn't because a company like yourself, what would, what would your advice to be, or how would you start? Let's say we have a new professional that has moved into our area because we have a lot of folks moving in mm -hmm. and home prices are a little higher than they expected. 
But how would you start with them? How would you help them work through finding them a home that they're comfortable with in their budget but meets their needs? Right. What would just be the first step? And, of course, I'm going to give out the phone numbers and everything because you guys are going to want to – you're going to want to call you. John. But but I'm just curious well, I would how say you the would first, start. I mean, t- typically when we start with someone new that's looking to buy a home, um, there's one thing that you can never change about your house, and that's the location. Mm. You can change everything else about a home except the location. So right. I always like to make sure that – the first topic we talk about is is the location, right? And how far away from wherever you need to be. Right. A lot of times, people want to be 15, 20 minutes away from their job, thirty minutes, no more than an hour, whatever it is, right? And that varies with you know, if someone grew up here in the area, they may want to be no more than twenty minutes from the from their job. Right. Someone moving in from the Pacific Northwest or the Northeast, they were like, hey, as long as I'm within an hour, I'm good. Mm-hmm. So it all depends, but that is the first thing. Second is, is budget. I always want to make sure, um, you know, if you were my brother, sure. are you comfortable with this mortgage payment? Right. Because if you're not comfortable with that, you're not going to be happy after you move in. Right. No. And I, all I want is you to be happy. You That's know? Right. So, so those this are, is one of the biggest investments of your life. Exactly. And um, I, I believe anybody moving to the upstate or anywhere in our state, really, is making a a very, very good investment right now, even yes. though the prices are on the rise. Right. Uh, because of um, the, the prices in other parts of the country are still much higher than where we live. I read an article, and uh, I thought about you, and I actually was going to call you after I read this article, but it's like 2 o'clock in the morning, and I figured <laughs> that Tanya would just go I off. was long gone by then. <laughs> well, well, well I, I figured I, I was scared she'd answer the phone and go, what? <laughs> But, um, you know, prices are on the rise, but one thing that we're not looking at, and and I'm not a banker, but 15 years ago, a great interest rate for somebody well-qualified was 8 9% or more. Now, qualified folks, it's much less. That's right. So, really... The rates of the 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 price house the house price I guess is the correct term. You really can work around more of the financing part because you you really can get within your budget and not realize it because you're looking at the price of this house but you're not considering how low uh, the rate is. Yeah, I mean it, honestly, the way the economy is working right now, they're kind of giving money away a little bit. Yeah, the rates are low. I mean, um, and it, here's one thing to to really think about. There's a lot of um, folks saying that second quarter of 2022, there's going to be a small increase in, in rates. Right. And same thing in the third and fourth quarter. Now, are they going to go up a point? Probably not. It'll probably be a quarter of a point and then another quarter. But every quarter of a point reduces your buying power. Right. And, and so that's that's huge. what yeah it's huge. I mean, I, there's no other way because you, you put it. If you add a dollar, I can remember in in financing where every thousand dollars for say a sixty month term, and this is more of like say an auto loan, right? You know, you're looking around twenty three dollars per thousand, mm-hmm. twenty three to twenty six. Now some of the rates are as low as eighteen dollars per thousand. I mean, that blows my mind. Yeah. But what we're seeing too, and I've got questioned a lot. A lot of folks, um, 
that in in the nursing industry, in the healthcare industry, mm-hmm. we're starting to see. Um, I know at AnMed, at Prisma, Regional, all the uh, pretty much all the surrounding area of the Upstate. Mm-hmm. A lot of military folks are retiring and they're coming in working as um, physicians and nurses in the hospital system now in the private sector. So now there's a whole VA uh, portion that they have access to, and that can be beneficial to them. Very. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't know that they really tap into that or think about it and realize how someone like yourself, you have enough contacts in the financial world where – your company can do a lot of that legwork for them. Right. Um, do they have to necessarily walk into the bank anymore or they can just say, Hey, can you help me recommend somebody and even a closing attorney? Right. So it's, it's, a the game's, the way, changed. The way, the, the game's changed. However, it's hard for us because it, there's laws out there Oh, uh, it's called steering, and I can't steer you to anybody. No. As a real estate agent, you're going to be a, a, a customer of mine or a client of mine where you say, hey, who should I call to, to get a loan? Um, we're not supposed to do that. Right. However, yes. um, we can say, hey, there's a there's a, a lot of banks out there. There's a lot of folks. Um, and, you know, we've had, you know, some of my clients have had good experiences with these folks. Um um, happy to to pass along names and numbers like that, uh, but we can't say, "Hey, you need to call, you know, Jim or, right. or Mary." And uh, what and, I think a lot of folks, but but it is nice because you're going online, you fill out an application, right, and and you can shop a rate uh, that way, yes, and you can make sure you're getting the 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 best uh, rate for you. Um, whether you want to do a 15, 20, 30 year mortgage, whatever, well, um, and refinance. So. I won't call this person out, but. I think the idea of what you recommend really well, and this isn't breaking any rules because me in the medical world, I used to have the same type rule. I could not recommend a certain uh, hospice or a certain home health care. That would be steering. Right. Um, But if you just tap on your name, and I did this last night, (laughs) the reviews. There are folks that have written reviews that openly say, if you have any questions, Contact them directly about you. And that is a great way. I mean, that's that's a marketing tool that, honestly, money can't buy. That's the power of, of how you helped an individual. Mm-hmm. And that person freely can say, well, this is who I chose to use. This And it, everything went very smooth. So there's sort of a network within a network. You know, you as the, 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 the buyer or seller's agent. Right. You have a lot of clients that can help guide. It's almost like a social club <laughs> of folks. We're very fortunate. I've helped uh, over the last, so this is our 10th full year in real estate. So 2022 will be the start of our 11th uh, year. And you're going to rock that out. And we'll have a great year, I'm sure. Oh, I, have a, I have a great team with me, and um, my wife's the ultimate cheerleader, and she she always reminds me. Um, you know, why I do what I do and, and she's a good help. And, um, but, but going back to the, um, the reviews there, um, we've, we've, we've been fortunate. So in 10 years, we've already, we've already helped over 900 people buy or sell real estate right here in the Greenville Spartanburg area. And so when you said it's a network within a network, that's, I never thought of it that way, Yeah, but that's totally that's right. That's that's what it is. And um, thank you for thanks for bringing that up. Well, well, yeah. And you're a modest guy, but let's talk about 900 people 
that's a lot of folks. Yeah. Uh, you yourself and your team, you sell a lot of houses. Yeah. Um, you know, which brings me to, to to this area. This is always the hardest part to talk about, and this is more of the healthcare, more my side. But you mentioned widows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, unfortunately, as we are born, we're going to die. Right. We've we've accepted that. Well, and also there's another element to this. Um, as you know, um, private health care has become so expensive mm-hmm. now. And one of the major assets that people accumulate, because, you know, I can remember not too long ago, I'm not aging either one of us, but I can rem- remember people using their interest off their principal to pay for their long-term health care mm-hmm. or private health care. Uh, that doesn't exist anymore. I mean, if you have a boatload of money, you can throw it in a bank. And if you can get a CD that's uh, the 1.5, hey, you're doing something special. Very good, yeah. Uh, but that's that's not enough interest to pay for a six or $7,000 a month private health care situation that you may fall into that you need. So your assets become huge. Mm. That's where you become very important to a lot of folks mm-hmm. because we have a lot of executive directors that also follow our show. And we as executive directors, we're always looking, we're like you, we really, really want to help whether it's at a community. Luckily I can be biased because I don't work for a community right? at this point in my life. I have the rest of my life, the whole time you've known me. Right. So now I have the freedom to sort of speak in generalized terms but I always would have somebody in front of me, and I would look at the the medical history, and and fully, this person needed to be in whether it be assisted living or memory care or or skilled. It was evident, very very important. Um, with that being said, um, they didn't have the the funds. You know, they had they had Social Security, maybe a small amount of savings, and honestly, five six thousand dollars a month, not including medication. Jeez, uh, that'll eat you up quickly. Um, yeah. And um, you know, we had um, Dan on the show a couple of weeks ago uh, from Cambridge Financial, mm-hmm. and you know, to be able to live that older portion of your life, mm-hmm. the retirement, the golden years, as they say. You really need an Olympic-sized pool of money, okay? And a lot of us don't have that Olympic-sized pool of money. Mm -hmm. But we do have real estate. Right. A lot of us have spent our lifetime investing into real estate. How would somebody approach you now, say a family member, a, a, a son, daughter, that now they have someone that needs to go into that, and they they do have full healthcare power of attorney. You know everything is right. is 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 there. The paperwork. Um. How how would how would they approach you and go into the staging part of the home? Mm-hmm. Because me and you both have uh, we have family member of all ages. Right. Uh, you walk into my mom's house. She's a minimalist. You would love. It would be your dream home to sell. <laughs> you walk in. Oh, look at the granite countertops. One thing on it of cookies. It's not overdone. I have other family members that I walk into, and it's slap full of antiques. They're beautiful, but what is going to be the quickest way for them to turn that asset into cash so mom or dad can get the health care that they need? 
Well, it's just a simple um, visit to the property. Right. Um, I, I could come out and um, within probably 30 minutes of just walking around, depending on the size of the home and, and the acreage that's there, if it's on a larger piece, um, it may take a little bit longer. But, you know, I have my finger on the pulse of the market, and we're in this this amazing seller's market um, where you really don't have to do as much as really? you might think ah. to a home. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it really depends. Like if, if someone's lived in a home for 30, 40 years and they've right. never done one bit of updating, um, depending on the location, and we go back to location, <laughs> um, just depends on the location uh, of what what you'd want to do. So if it's a situation where, um, you know, you need to, to come up with several hundred thousand dollars within, uh, two or three months, Mm -hmm. then, you know, I've sold many, many homes, uh, over the last two and three years for as is, and we haven't had any problem. Right. Um, because it's a seller's market. Um, but if you, if you were trying to get every penny out of it, um, you know, cleaning out the house of, of everything except uh, the very uh, basics, uh, keeping your counters clear, keeping your, um, your, um, your, your floors empty of, of stuff other than furniture. Yeah, we don't um, want to make really it a, helps. A, a hoarder's episode. That's right. That's right. And then just fresh cone of paint and, and clean, it really helps get more money out of a home and makes it more uh, attractive to more than one buyer. So when you have more than one buyer, then you have some, you got, you're in the driver's seat as a seller and we can get more money for you. Well, that's what I was thinking. If you can get that competition of yeah. people wanting that home, more than one person. That's right. Um, it really goes. And you'd be surprised right now what's going on. Okay. Because, I've heard stories. Yeah. <laughs> now I've heard stories of, of you listing at a price. Right. And someone going in higher than the offer and they think they've got it for sure. And somebody's came in much higher than they did. Yes. Just it, because of the location and the home. Yeah. And the, and the, the, uh, you know, the secrets out for the rest of the country that this is an amazing place to live. Yes. And so we're seeing a huge influx of people from the Pacific Northwest and the Northeast um, in the last two years, just flooding our area and they're paying much more than, unfortunately, than the local buyer. Yes. Because we're they're sort of pushing the local buyer out a little bit. Right. Um, but it's great for sellers, you know. So. No, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but, well, no, I've seen I've seen uh, offers. Uh, I had one one um, in the last couple months where we had 13 offers in one day of being on the market, and um, the seller was totally shocked uh, that we were able to get – we were able to get them $60,000 more than they were expecting. And see, in that – that's a huge amount of money. If we if we revert that same amount of money back to healthcare or a need that family had, right, that really puts them in a better situation. Absolutely. I mean, because we, you know, we've had many discussions on this show, and I'm gonna bring it back to family life a little bit because, like I said, this is we think we talk, so it's, it goes everywhere. But you know, you can't replace the time with your family with money, right? Right. But I've come to the conclusion that when people say that to me, I always look at them and go, well, how is it you enjoy your family if you're not eating? You know, um, if you don't have a roof over your head, because it takes money to do that. Right. And, you know, let's say someone, you know, 40 years ago bought a house at a very minimum amount, but they still, you know, paid it over 15 to 30 years. You know, 
And at the time, that was at least 30, 40% of their income monthly mm-hmm. paying for that house. Mm-hmm. So it only seems right to get everything out of it because, sure, the housing market has its ups and downs over the years, but it always stands strong at the end. Um, I think if you make that investment, and you're like you said, we'll say location again. That's sure. going to be the new tagline. I'm going to get a shirt with location <laughs> on it, and people are just going to ask me what I mean. But it, it stands Call for John. everything. <laughs> well, you know, location means everything in the healthcare industry. That's right. There's literally people that will go 20 minutes further to a certain hospital just to avoid one hospital mm-hmm. due to the location and people around the location. So it's all based on that. But, you know, it, going back to that, you have to have something that you – you have to have a source of income. Right. And, you know, 401Ks aren't really there anymore. Um, a lot of jobs don't offer pensions anymore. Wow. Um, to be quite honest with you, and, and probably you and I are in the same boat in this, I, I would say we're probably having to save for our own future, invest for our own Absolutely. future. Absolutely. Um, which – it's okay. I mean, there's knowing it is better than getting there and going, why don't I have money? Right. Uh, you know, that hurts a little bit, but, uh, you know, it's a scary and hard phone call and had a family member talk to me two days ago. She's in that situation right now and it's emotional. I'm sure you get those phone calls that, you know, they wanted to keep that property in that family, but it just can't be. So, but with you, honestly, and, and I say this to our listeners, because this, this podcast, anybody in the, the country that can click a button will listen to this. So we're going to have, we're going to have our, uh, friends from up North listening to this. Right. And I want to talk about two things that you mentioned, but the emotional part of it is why I recommend you so highly. You truly are the, the only one and only a person in real estate that I'll have on this show. Well, thank you. <laughs> because, well, and I, I, I mean this sincerely. I, I really do. Because I think that emotional part of it, when they call you or your team, you're not looking at the dollar sign first. You're understanding the gravity and the, mm-hmm. the empathy. You, you feel what they're feeling and you want to cuddle them. Like you use white gloves with everybody. And, you know, I've seen you say, no, even though this was going to make you money, no, you would not be happy here for your family. It takes a lot for somebody to to say, no, I'm not going to say you this because I got a gut feeling you're not going to be happy in the long run here. All right. Yeah. And I think that's why your business has done so very well. And, um, you know, we don't get to talk every day. We talk a lot, sure, but, yeah. you know, um, but I've seen the team members that have joined you. Right. Uh, I looked at them online, and and they seem uh, well-groomed professionals, and they seem to really um, be with your your ethic your ethical lines. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I would say that's what makes the team really good because I think their response is going to be the same as yours, yeah. and that makes it very important. And because you're one man, and you can't be everywhere all the time. Uh, and plus, like you said, your daughter's seven now. That's right. I need to spend some time with yeah. <laughs> you. you well, like I said, you got two largest investments you're going to make as a home, uh, but your child's going to be more. Yes, right. uh, <laughs> trust me. It, 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 it's going to be much more. Um, 
But another thing I wanted to bring up while while we have this chance, because we really just never get this out here. One thing that you support and you're really, really passionate about um, veterans. That's right. Um, you you have shown it. You've you, local news. I've seen you on multiple times. Let's talk about your fishing tournament. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So my, um, my, my um, fishing has been a passion of mine. Bass fishing. It's uh, not a passion. This is an obsession. <laughs> no, no. Um, John will fit. If John has five minutes in between showings, John has a fishing rod ready. So, but no, let's talk yeah, about that. So, no, uh, when I lived in Virginia, uh, uh, some guys that I used to fish uh, locally, we'd have these little, you know, bass tournaments and I would fish in, in them sometimes. And um, I became friends with, with some of the guys. And, and um, right before I moved to South Carolina, they started what was uh, a Veterans Day bass tournament uh-huh. to to basically um, honor veterans. Mm-hmm. And being in the D.C. area, I mean, I I, I made a lot of friends that um, that were serving or or had served uh, in a branch of the military. And my grandfathers, both on both sides, my mom and dad's side, um, w- w- I had a, a colonel, retired colonel. Uh, Air Force was my grandfather on my mom's side, and my grandfather on my dad's side was in the Navy. So. When I moved to South Carolina, the guys in Virginia sort of inspired me. And I always told, I told Tanya, I was like, God, I'd really like to do a Veterans Day uh, or a Veterans Bass Tournament uh, just to just to support our local veterans here in the upstate. And, and my wife's done an amazing job of helping me. And in, in the last two years, we've teamed up with Upstate Warrior Solution, uh, which is a local upstate um, veterans charity that helps uh, helps these veterans uh, find jobs when they come back um, from overseas, helps them get health insurance, helps their family, uh, helps them find homes. They, they're an awesome uh, resource for their, our local veterans. So we've, we've um, been able to donate um, our proceeds from each tournament to there. So we hold a, we hold a yearly uh, bass tournament at Lake Bowen. Uh, that's in Inman, which is beautiful. Uh, yeah, beautiful lake. Uh, and um, Lori, I, Lori still talks about the little boat ride that you took us out that evening to watch I, the sunset. Oh, I forgot about that. That's the right. Yeah, that was, was fun. gorgeous. Yeah, man. yeah, that was a, that was fun. Yeah, I, was fr- fun. I, I forgot about that. Oh wow, me getting in the boat was fun. That was awesome, man. Yeah. We <laughs> we had a good time. That was good. Uh, but yeah, so we we do that, and um, you know, we live in a very generous community. Yes, I. Um, I really want to in twenty for twenty two for our tournament. I Upstate Warrior Solution told me they would help me uh, fundraise a little bit. Um, I've really been doing it on my own um, the last couple years, and um, our goal was to raise ten thousand dollars per year in two thousand nineteen. We were we just came up a little short of it. I think we were in ninety seven hundred or or right around nine thousand. I can't remember, but. In 21, we raised uh, almost 12,000. So we've given them, you know, we've been able to raise 20,000 bucks in two years. And um, I know they're they're very uh, thankful. And it, and it just our way of giving back, you know, to the veterans, because without them, you know, we wouldn't have the freedom. And uh, it's we just would. a special time. We love doing it. And it's every we try to pick the Saturday closest to Veterans Day in November every year. Okay. And um, it, it's a great time. Well, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to throw a challenge out to our listeners, okay? Um, because honestly, behind these microphones, uh, people get really honest. This is why I love doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I didn't know this is what I would do when I was a kid, 
but I love talking to interesting people. And I love, uh, you know, my brother that I speak of mm-hmm. often, you know, uh, he's a Marine Corps veteran. Right. Um, and I could never repay him for what he served and did. And even to this day, I mean, you know, he, he just the other week had to have uh, spinal surgery again from a uh, incident in the military. Wow. But he mm-hmm. still served his time. He did his whole time, but he still, you know, he still pays for it now. Yeah. Um, with, with many different things, but he still gives back too. Uh, I want to challenge every veteran to, uh, I'm, we're going to give you the numbers here at the end, but I want you to reach out to John, to the Veterans Tournament to help support the... Uh, it's the Upstate uh, Warrior Solution that right here in Greenville. I want 2022, and the folks that are listening to this, I, whatever goal you set, I want it to be surpassed tremendously. Thank um, you, yeah. and, and I think the power of people listening to us um, I think they can do that because it, 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 a lot of times you just got to get the information out there. That's right. And that's just very, very important. Um, and I know that means a lot to your family. And and, and, and I'm going to say this too, and I, I, I don't want to ever end this without mentioning something special that even your wife has a given heart. Um, when I, when I was an executive director at a community, um, which I'd done forever, um, her, I, and I believe it was her and her mom were sewing masks. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I got a phone call out of the blue. How many do you need? This was at the beginning of COVID when it really started coming. And, you know, this is this is when we couldn't get supplies. People didn't realize this behind the scenes. People don't realize that a lot of the masks come from overseas. Right. Okay? So we had mask mandates, but we couldn't get them. Mm-hmm. And then a box that used to cost me $11 were selling on the black market for $133 a box. Oh you know, supply demand. All right. But the best call that I had, so, you know, I, I want to thank her for this. And her mom, I mean, is thinking of me and others. Because the question she said, how many do you need for your employees? And do you know anybody else that needs them? Mm-hmm. Well, we all did. So I gave her some names. And I know they got them. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome. So, uh, you know, she has a heart, too, because, you know, I know, you know, professionally, you know, she's a nurse, yep, uh, yep. you know, and and she she knew what was going down, and she wanted to make sure that, you know, we were all taken care of and safe and healthy. And that's – so you married right. <laughs> yes, sir. You, I, you, you, you married very, up. <laughs> I punted my coverage so, so much. <laughs> she's got a heart that's amazing, and, um, you know, I there's no way – that I would be able to uh, do what I'm doing without her behind me, and and uh, she lets you park your your boat in the garage. Well, Andy, you haven't been to our new home, but we have a we have a we have a we have a boat garage too. So we're she she actually you deserve you, the boat garage. But <laughs> even before yes, I haven't been to the new home. I saw pictures; it's yeah. beautiful. By, yeah, we, the way. by the way, we we have to arrange where I need to go to your new home, and you need to come to my new home because right. we both have new homes right over and, the last year or so, and. And Neither di- one of us have been able to get we, there because we it's not. just been rough. It's been it's been crazy. My business is crazy. Yours, you've been busy. I've been crazy. And the cool part about it is, you physically can drive your boat to my dock. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> That'd be cool. That's cool. Yeah. That that's that's something. But you know that was much needed too because one thing in every industry, in your industry, in the healthcare industry, that people that we talk to is managing stress. Mm-hmm. That's tough. So here's a question I got for you, and I asked a lot of people this. Because you give 110% to your clients. I know you do. Or more. 
How do you manage giving that much to your clients and your company and also managing being a good husband and father? Toughest, toughest thing to do. Yeah. Which one's harder? Managing giving them what they need. Oh, I would say definitely uh, I struggle with, uh, you know, I, here's the thing. I, I, my dad and mom are, are awesome parents. Yes. My dad was a repair plumber. Mm-hmm. So when when I grew up, I was a lower middle class, I would say middle class family. You told me about your cool car. And uh, I feel like I struggle big time with I want to be the best provider I can be for my family and mm-hmm. for my daughter and my grandchildren. Yes. And so you, I, I really um, struggle with, hey, man, you know, I could be off this this whole weekend. If I really choose to, I can. Mm-hmm. That's but if right. I get a phone call that's that's going to uh, help us, I always think about that long term. Mm-hmm. So um, it's been a it's been a struggle, uh, but I've been able to really open my eyes to well, life short. It is and, so that, short. and that my daughter's already seven, and it doesn't feel like long Which ago. I can't believe that. Even, <laughs> even even I, I mentioned that to no one in the car on the drive here to the studio. Yeah, and he said, "What? Yeah." Literally, yeah. I mean, it, it hit him to the even him to the point of going because you know he's twenty now. Well, if if I walked her in here, you all would be like, "Oh my gosh, she's really only seven. Like, I mean, and she'd look at it, me yeah, and be yeah. like, "Who are you?" And I'd be like, "I know you," but uh, but, but it's it's a tough it's a tough challenge. But um, we we have um, we've just set some last year and the year before with COVID. It was actually a blessing in disguise for us. Too. Uh, we spent a lot more time together as a family. Um, you know, the kids were sort of in and out of school and we were able to, to go hang out and do things outside a lot. And, um, that's helped. And it, it actually opened my eyes to, to, uh, spending more time with them. But I would say it's harder for me to manage my family life. Yeah. Really? You, know, you, you bring up something that's, that's so true with me too. The feeling, um, you know, my boys a long time, <laughs> uh, both of them have completely different personalities, Yeah, but during the COVID, I got the opportunity to spend a lot more time with them than ever before because, you know, I worked all the time. Yeah. And and whether it be 2 o'clock in the morning on a phone call, I'd be gone. And, you know, both of my boys I, I, I truly love and give credit for because they never they never complained about that because they understood why I was going, you know, for that, right. for that patient. Right. But COVID did make us um, spend more time together. Yep. And one thing that I – the takeaway from that that I'm so proud of I thought I knew my boys, you know, mm-hmm. but I really got to know them as individuals, not my children, like likes, dislikes. Like I found out things that I, you would think you should know, mm-hmm. but I didn't mm-hmm. because of their individual personalities. Like one likes this food, one doesn't like this food. I didn't know. I'd been bringing home the pizza the whole time, you know, so, <laughs> and and then even with Lori and I. You know, that's a good and a bad thing when you when you have 24 hours right. together. <laughs> but at the same time, you really start learning more about each other than you really ever did your entire married life. Right. And mm-hmm. I think I think you become more truthful and you see the best and the worst of each other because all of a sudden, you know, the hair's not always fixed. I'm not always perfect. I'm sick. And who does what for each other? And that sticking at home has really shown a lot of people, yeah. I believe. Yep. So you know, I hate that 
that the pandemic came. Yeah, I, I, I do too. for for yeah. many people because it affected many people. It's still affecting many people, and I think we've got time. We we we've got a long road ahead of us still. But I'm very very thankful that I got the opportunity to sort of reintroduce myself and my family reintroduced herself to me mm. because this made like I'll always be my boy's father. They know that. Right. Like I could be 80 and I still will take them out. But they've made me super proud because I see the the men within them. Right. And there was a situation that came up and it's a general I'll, I'll tell you later. But even with Noah it was hard for me to, because I still look at him as a as a as a kid, and he's an adult, right? But I saw Noah step into an adult situation and handle it like a boss, mm. better than I would. That'll make you a proud dad. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you something. Anybody that I could talk to, I even, I even get like yeah, choked sure. because I'm going, oh, that's a beast. That's I mean, awesome. like that's you, great. Then mm. you realize that person can tackle life. Mm-hmm. That thing you created that you used to have to do everything for. It's going to be okay. And in this situation, <laughs> John, he stepped in front of me to handle it. Mm. That showed me a million things about mm-hmm. him. I got this dad. That's awesome. So it was kind of like, you know, okay, I learned things. And so now I even find myself talking to him, talking to both boys differently mm. because I realize they can understand more than I'm giving them. And one thing I'm proud of you for I thought about this the other night, the Fravel Group. You know, I remember when there wasn't a Fravel Group. That's right. But you have something to give your daughter if she chooses so. Right. Because you have a – that's a legacy. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. To say, you know, honey, because I know how you speak to her. Uh, you know, but I got something you can walk into, and I can teach you how to be really good at it. And obviously with her growing up with the parents that she has – She'll have that heart. Right. And, you know, so this thing can live on for, and we'll be gone. Right. And mm-hmm. the name will be synonymous with excellence. And that's good. But let me throw this out Thank here while, while we're listening. If you want to get a hold of John, and I and I do highly recommend that, that for any question regarding real estate anywhere in the state of South Carolina, uh, it doesn't matter if, if you're on the tip or if you're at the coast. I mean, John will be there for you. He can he can pull ama- amazing things out of his hat and figure things out quickly for you. But uh, it is the Fravel Group, like I said. Um, you can reach John at 864-804-9693. Um, or you can always, if you have a question, you can feel free to email John. Um and you just see it's it's John Fravel, and that's John dot F R A V E L at the Fravel Group dot com. Um reach out to them. They have a website that you can go to. Uh the website is www.thefravelgroup.com. Um that way you'll get to see uh, John's pretty face. Um <laughs> But no, but and I do mean that whether you're you're new to the state, you're a veteran, uh, you're in a situation that we spoke of earlier that you know you need to to take an asset to help your loved one in healthcare for the medications and the donut holes. I mean, mm-hmm. I, that's what I deal with. I'm in pharmacy. I see mm-hmm. the donut holes people mm-hmm. are dealing with, and and the private healthcare. Uh, call the Fravel Group. 
these guys will, like I said, like I said earlier, and I truly mean this, they will put the white gloves on and they'll walk you through every aspect of the process and make it as easy as possible. Um, and, you know, and honestly, I can promise you this, whether he can help you or you, he shows you another route, um, you're going to make a friend. Uh, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And and one thing about John, I can promise you this, that this is why I, I give him, I laugh about this because half of my friends will never do this. I've never called John, whether it be him either answering the phone directly on me or I had to leave him a voicemail, I don't get a call back. That says a lot too, because, you know, that could be time he could be spending at home. So I know you take time to go through that, but um, I'm so glad to have you on the show for 2022, starting a new year. Thank you. Um, I wish the best for the favor, the Fravel group uh, for 2022. I think it's going to be better than any year you've had. I think it's just set itself up for that way. Um, and like I said, for everybody listening, whether you're on the West Coast or Midwest, anywhere, I know you're wanting to move down this area. It's evident. We've had DOT, like I said. We've had financial planners already on the show talk to us. I've had physicians uh, that have moved here from um, everywhere from – Wisconsin, Florida, uh, we are the area right now. And, Absolutely. And, and I'm going to tell you a little secret. This is Andy's secret of the day. If you move to the south, you can actually be at a four-way stop sign, and you can be there first, and we'll wave you through. <laughs> like, we'll actually wave you through, which is kind of amazing because um, we won't blow the horn at you. Um, <laughs> That's you know, exactly right. When I moved here from the, the D.C. area, I remember – calling my parents and going, you've got to move here as soon as possible. I just got to a four-way stop and there was four cars there and all four, oh, actually it was three people waving me through (laughs) and I didn't know what to do. So I just went, but I figured if I, I could have probably started waving too and somebody eventually would have went, Right, but (laughs) it's a totally different uh, atmosphere and culture uh, and and I love it. And even downtown, uh, downtown Greenville, Downtown Spartanburg, uh, downtown Greenville is incredible. Yeah. Downtown Spartanburg is really awesome too because they got one Spartanburg. That's right, uh, and it's really coming up. Uh, you They're know, doing a great job. Well, I lived there nine years. I, 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 I matter. You know, I still have my doctor there. I, I still have my pharmacy there. I, I can't get past that. Right. I, I remember talking to you about Spartanburg way back then. Right, way back then. But here's what's amazing about the South that that a lot of our listeners are going to be like, what? You can find the biggest truck that you can buy without a CDL, and you'll have parking. That's right. <laughs> okay? Uh, people don't understand that in New York uh, City and some of the uh, – in Dallas. Even Dallas, they don't have parking for the huge trucks. We got that for you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this is <laughs> – come down, check us out. Uh, the health care here uh, is great. Um just as John said about the people being really nice, a lot of family members have been isolated because of COVID in hospitals, in assisted livings that I service. Mm-hmm. Um, but the staff inside that building are good people. Absolutely. And they are treating those family members just as they'd treat their own. And that's one part about living in the South or the Southeast. Yeah that I don't think you can find anywhere else. I, I just don't because we are more willing to give. You know, we we may only have one shirt, but we're willing to give it to somebody that's 
colder than we are. And that's what makes us really great people. So once again, John, thank you so much. Thank for you. Thank you for being on We Think We Talk. Um, I appreciate the invite. This is awesome. I had oh, a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, this is something you didn't even know I did. No, didn't I, even know. We, I'm like, huh? What are you? What are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, when me and John talk, we just try not to talk about work. We're just trying to just talk, you know. But um, and and once yeah, we again, we talk about kids and wives, kids and, and wives, and watches and it, yeah, the newest it, restaurant you got to go to. Yeah, and you know, waking up from crazy dreams. <laughs> That's right. You know, l- little stuff that we talk about. But I also want to give you know for 2022 a thank you to Sit and Spin Studios. Uh, to Daniel, to Matt, uh, you guys are awesome. You you always come through. Um, I'm sorry I'm always late getting to the studio. That's just my thing. Uh, but, you know, um, they, they make this show possible. And be on the lookout, guys, because you, you'll be able to find us on anywhere you can find your podcast apps. Uh, the Spotify should be hitting soon. Uh, and we've got a lot of great episodes for about anything that you want to cover. Um, and then if you guys are listening and you're interested and you have a subject within the healthcare realm or something that could help us with it as a community, uh, and you'd like to be a guest, feel free to contact me. Uh, the best way to get a hold of me is Andy at selectcarerx.com. Shoot me an email. I'll shoot, I'll shoot it right back to you because I would love to have people that are professionals in their field come on and let's talk about it. Let's talk about things that, you know, we don't normally know as what we call civilians and we're not in the industry. So it's really good that uh, you can offer that. So once again, I want to wish everybody listening a happy new year of 2022. I hope you all have a great one. And stay tuned uh, to the next episode. Like I said, this year, we plan on having a lot of incredible guests and start narrowing down the fields. We did really good last year of generalized different health care needs like financial health, spiritual health. We went through all those subjects. Now we're going to start getting down to the nitty-gritty and just talking. So until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to We Think, We Talk. All information discussed on this show is for entertainment purposes only. Please contact your medical or healthcare professional for more medical advice.